0: The other thing which we have seen as an impact is the completion time. Do people listen to the end of your podcast or not? Or do they drop after a couple of minutes? That has a lot of impact because it's a sign of quality of the show. Then you have number of downloads or listens. As a show, 100 listens a day or as a show, 10,000 listens a day. The platform knows and they will know that the one most downloads deserves to be on top.
1: You are listening to a guide to B2B podcasting. This is an educational podcast series focused on teaching you the best practices in B2B podcasting. If you're an enterprise or B2B company looking to maximize podcasting for your business, then you are in the right place. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com. Hey there, Alexis, and welcome to the show. Excited to have you on here today to really talk about podcast SEO and Voxel and everything you guys are doing. We're users of your product, and I use it to attract a lot of our clients' podcast SEO. I'm excited to dive in and get your expertise. I've done past episodes on podcast SEO, but want to hear it from you who is in the absolute weeds, building a product around this space. Thank you for joining. And can you maybe start off by giving us the quick overview of who you are and what Voxelize does?
0: Yeah. Thanks a lot, Jax, for the invitation. I'm thrilled to be on the show today. So my name is Alexis, and I'm one of the co-founder of Voxelize. What we do is we like to call it digital audio analytics. And our current product and main product today is what we call PVO, so Podcast Visibility Optimization. So we provide the analytics, helping podcast publishers to increase the visibility within the listening platform, think Apple Podcasts and Spotify, by doing a bunch of different tricks, pretty much like SEO for website, but applied to podcasts within the listening platforms.
1: I love you. That's great. I've always described your products as like an Ahrefs or SEMrush, but for podcasting. So
0: it, Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: And this is something I think that for a lot of people that are new to podcasting, They don't really understand this is a space that i think a lot of people need to be educated on just like early days of google seo and could you maybe give us the ten thousand square foot view of like how if someone wants to rank well in apple spotify other podcast apps what is that what matters at a high level for your ranking
0: so from a very high level view there are the first thing to say is there's that saying that says content is king and distribution is queen and a lot of the podcast publishers just spend a lot of time creating fantastic piece of content, great sound, everything, press publish and believe the job is done. No, it, it, there's a lot more behind that. If you want people to discover and listen to your content, you need to spend time promoting it, making sure that distribution is there. And one of the way to do that, and there's several surveys pointing in the same direction, is people discover content mostly on a platform. Think about, I'm at, the, I'm at the bus station, I'm bored, I've got 10 minutes, I'm going to go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, I want to hear about Topic A, I'm going to type in the search bar Topic A, I'm going to browse the platform. A lot of discovery the, of this podcast discovery actually happens on platform. And the goal of PVO is actually for you to rank high on all the relevant keywords for you, for your show. And today, the way the search algorithm of both Apple Podcasts and Spotify works is still fairly basic. And there are two main things taken into account, two main criteria. The first one is metadata. How do you describe your show? How do you describe your episode? What is the episode title? And we can dig deeper in that in, in a bit. And the other thing is what we call podcast authority. Imagine two shows having exactly the same description, exactly the same title. How is, I'm going to say Apple Podcasts, but it could be Spotify. How is Apple Podcast deciding which shows ranks higher for that keyword, for that search query versus the other? And podcasts also release a lot about subscribers, ratings, reviews, and a bunch of other things.
1: Nice, I love that. That's a really great way to break it down into your metadata, And your authority, because from what I gather, I mean, like the metadata is something, if we're looking at actionable things for the audience here, the metadata is the things that like right away you can go change and make a lift with. So maybe let's dive into that and discuss what does that look like in a bit more depth.
0: So metadata is, for those not familiar with the terms, is data describing the data. So it's all what describe your audio content. It's mostly I mean, there's five five levels. It's your show title, your publisher or artist name, the show description. Those are the three biggest levels. And then you can go down to the episode level, episode title, yeah, episode title and episode description. Today, we still see a lot. And those is one of the common mistake is we still see a lot of the shows that says, hey, a new episode published every Thursday. Fantastic. But what is it all about? What is the show about? It's hard for the potential listener that may stumble upon your your show that what's in for me? What am I gonna learn? What they're gonna be talking about. And then among the common mistakes as well, like from an episode title, you say season two, episode one. Great, but what is it about it? And the problem is Apple and Spotify will take those words and rank you for it. So your show may rank extremely well for Thursday because you said new episode published every Thursday, but that's not what your show is all about. Your show may be about beer brewing in Germany and you want to have all those words into your title, into your show description, potentially into your artist name whenever it's relevant into the episode title to make sure to signal to the platform what your show is all about.
1: I love that. One of the things that we do a lot whenever we're doing descriptions, we'll sometimes put this as a subtitle in the headline of the show, but we, almost, oh, we always do this in the description as well as we just put a common language. We're gonna be interviews about XYZ topics with XYZ being just a list of the keywords. And we found that's a natural way where it doesn't look like keyword stuffing. It's, hey, these are the topics the show is about and they're just the keywords you think people might search for
0: we see a lot of our clients mostly radio stations doing that for the daily shows in today's episode topic we touch on we're just talking to people running a business shows before or financial news shows before there's like inflation recession interest rates and they just list the keywords like that it's it comes under as a fairly natural way and what happens is the search algorithm of the listening platform uses keywords and then based on your authority, we'll rank you higher or the way lower for those keywords.
1: Yeah, I love that. And we've got one show that we called Hospitality Leaders. And we've done this in the name where then we, so the artwork, just Hospitality Leaders. And then the name, we made Hospitality Leaders Dash Interviews with Event, Food Service and Hotel Experts. And I, but we found that the title, I'm curious if you this, but the title of your actual show still seems to be... Almost one of the most important factors. Are you still seeing that as well?
0: The two biggest factors are the name of the show and the name of the publisher. And sometimes you need to think if you are an individual creator to just not, let's say you're called John Doe, not called an artist name John Doe, but say John Doe, whatever, beer brewing in Germany expert. Explain who you are, insert keywords at every single opportunity. Keep in mind that Apple Podcasts and Spotify are coming from a music background where you search for Bob Marley, the artist, or you may search for a song, which it could be the title of the show. And that's where they're coming from. That's where most of the weight is into the search algorithm.
1: Yeah, I love that. That makes a ton of sense. And I love that on just the various just yeah, naming it. And it's helpful to have that context. They're coming from a music background. So why? The author of the show, the name of the show, the name of the episodes are important. So I want to hit on the other side of this. So it's like you can go through, this is in your control. You can easily optimize the podcast authority side of it. I Like that when you looked at breaking it down into that, at the end of the day, from what we understand, and I'd love you to kind of maybe dive through more of what has the individual criteria on this, but it's the more popular a show is the better it ranks is from at the high level from the way we see it. But what do you look at in terms of podcast authority of the aspects that maybe fit into that? popularity or what actually gets a show to rank.
0: And yeah, it's a bit of a black box and we are running a test every week to try to fine tune our understanding of the search algorithms. There are basically two factors. There's a lot of factors. I'm going to list them and mention a bit the weight. And obviously, it's our assumption based on the test we ran. The first one is the most important one is what we call Star Wars. How many stars do you have? How many ratings and reviews do you have? Comparing to the world of web SEO, web backlink, so someone linking from a website to another give you certain weight, it's exactly the same in podcasts. Think about a five-star ratings as a fantastic backlink to your show. And the more you keep winning some, especially five-star, the better it is. So we always tell the people, because we like, think about it, Star Wars. Always ask for stars. Leave us reviews, leave us five stars on your favorite listening platform. It's really important. The other thing which we have seen as an impact is the completion time. Do people listen to the end of your podcast or not? Or do they drop after a couple of minutes? That has a lot of, because it's a sign of quality of the show. Then you have number of downloads or listeners. As a show, 100 listens a day or as a show, 10,000 listens a day. The platform knows and they would know that the one having the most downloads obviously deserves to be on top. Then you see subscribers. How many people want to listen to every new episode released? Then you see something that we called Velocity. Imagine you have two shows with both a thousand downloads a day and a hundred reviews. Is one flat and the other one on moving up, or is one going down, moving from two thousand to one thousand a day, and the other one moving from five hundred to 1,000 a day? Like, what is the trend? What is the dynamic of the of those authority factors? And those are pretty much the main important factors to look at. Nice,
1: that's incredible. I, I love just like hearing that. But it, yeah, it's super helpful, and I love that kind of breakdown of that. and but I think it ultimately comes down to, though, is that like for your show to rank with the metadata, but then really what it comes down to you ask for reviews, You can there's some things you can do there. But from where we see it is like you need some level of organic push for your show. You need some level of getting this out there on your own, promoting on other platforms. And then the more popular it gets, that it essentially helps the rank and it becomes just like a flywheel. Is that how you look at it as well? It's
0: like when you launch a website. You can push it, use WordPress or whatever the website is out there. If you don't tell the world that it is out there, no one will see it. Once people will know it is there, they will come, they will visit. The search algorithm are going to notice it. You will have some people linking to your website and then you're going to start taking off. It's exactly the same for a podcast. And we typically recommend for new shows to invest a little bit of money. We're talking like a few hundred of dollars. Just to do a few ads, Promote it on social media, get attention, get people to start listening.
1: Yeah, and from our side, with a lot of our customers being really in B2B, the biggest things we see that have helped our shows kind of get quick lift off is when customers utilize their email lists and their social channels. Like those are the two biggest owned media things that most of our B2B customers, it's like an email lists just convert so well if we can get customers using that. So yeah. Absolutely.
0: And it's Tell people about your show. They won't find it by themselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, this is great. And so I want to shift now here toward, as well as we hit a lot of the aspects of podcast SEO. The next thing I want to hit about is what do you see as the future of this? What is, where do you see the future of podcast SEO going in the coming?
0: Very good questions. I like to say if we compare PVO, so podcast visibility optimization to SEO, I always say PVO, uh, it just, is just a habit. PVO is today what it was in 2002, 2003. Back then, and now I'm going to sound very old, the trick was to call white on white. You would write on a white page in small characters in white so it would not be seen by humans, but it would be crawled by the Google bot. It was so easy to cheat the algorithm. It was fun. None of that works anymore. Don't even try it. And we see it voxelized PVO the same. It's fairly basic, especially with Apple. We see Spotify trying to a bit more data-driven DNA, trying to be a bit more out of the curve there, but it's still fairly easy. We have seen Apple trying to listen, so to say, to your podcast. So speech to text and then any sort of AI on top of it to extract the context. I think it works and it will get more and more important but it has some limitations. If you talk about a well-known topic in American English, not a problem. Try to get two fishermen in Scotland talking in their strong accent, and I know about strong accents with their strong accents, strong Scottish accent about something very deep into the niche. There's no way any AI could understand what they talk about and derive the context from it. And then imagine people talking about nuclear f- fusion in norwegian with local accent it, it, they will never be able to get there so they will still rely on the same two ba- two basics which are metadata and they may enrich metadata with all the sources and things they can find somewhere else on the web or within your mp3 file and podcast those two pillars will remain the same they will both evolve individually but they will remain the same
1: Nice. I love that. And that's a great way, I think, to look at it is really it's got to evolve in some level of capacity in terms of getting more mature, some depth to it. Although, I, yeah, I agree. I think at the end of the day, when it looks at where it can evolve, there's, it'll be interesting to see what they actually do. And I'm sure AI will be a part of it. But this is what I love about the VoxLive platform and why I enjoy always following your guys' blogs and everything you're putting out there and you have a great podcast on your side as well, because from what I see, I have not seen anybody else who is so focused on this problem of where you guys are at with this. Yeah. We're avid users and highly recommend people to check out Voxelize as well. It's a phenomenal product and a, in, in a great way, which I guess one thing we didn't hit on, so we'll circle back around before we wrap here is your product also has search and understanding the keywords, which I think is another interesting aspect we didn't hit on, but that is something i think that you really can't do without voxelize is with Vox when we go into a show and we're actually branding and naming shows for our customers we go into voxelize and we say hey how difficult is this and how much traffic is there on this show uh, on these keywords that we may be going for and we use that as a decision but could you maybe talk more just about yeah i guess utilizing some of your tools around search to help decide on that metadata
0: when you look and it's one of them um, the basic rules of seo which applies as well for pvo and one of the basic rules is to look for keywords with a high search volume, meaning a lot of people looking for that search query with a low difficulty, meaning it's easy or easier to get at the top of the search results. And what a platform does is we give you for every keyword. And if a keyword is not in our database, you can always add it because we can't know the name of every host and guest and places in the world. We give an indication on the search volume. Is it perfect? Is it accurate? No, because only the platform knows, and it's a lot of volatility, but at least we give you some indication. Is it a very high search volume, a medium search volume, a low search volume, or very low search volume? And you want to be on high search volume and low difficulty. And the way we calculate difficulty is we look at the shows ranking at the top for those search queries. I'll take the news of, yeah, news. In the US, it's probably the daily from the New York Times that ranks number one on that search query. If you decide to call your show, Jack or Content Allies news, you may rank for news, but the effort and the authority you will need to go on top of the daily is going to be very high. So it's a very difficult keyword to rank for. Therefore, we would not recommend to look for it. And you always need to look at keyword, look at synonym, what makes sense? It is, is there enough search or demand or search volume for it? And is it hard to be at the top? And once you find a couple of combinations of high demand, easy to get at the top, go for it, go all in. And then you may realize that you can easily get to the top three position or top five position, and that's where you show become visible. You need to keep in mind that ranking at a position, let's say, 27 for a given keyword doesn't bring you anything it's like being on page 7 of google no one goes there you need to be in the top 10 and i would say mostly like top 5 to be visible yes
1: i love that and one of the things that we've found that has been really useful in helping us choose what keywords we want to go after for finding things that like you said are just right within there. there were low difficulty there is some level of traffic um and it also helps us understand just kind of the difficulty of for, for in the B2B space that we're in there's a lot of very niche keywords like medical devices and stuff there's only a handful of podcasts out there that are in this space and it's like these weird niches but one that we've also found is especially for enterprises when we do these branded podcasts the fewer we have customers like meta and alibaba and siemens and gusto and there is traffic for the name of their and that's been an interesting one that we've seen where a lot of these it's like Hey, there's a high amount of traffic for the name of your company and you don't have a show out there. We, sh- we should probably incorporate your company name into this. And that's a very common thing we're seeing among like large enterprises is they're just not- such a notable brand that people are searching even just for their company, especially platforms or things like that that many people are using. So that's another way we found the tool to be quite.
0: The same as any company becoming larger, they want to be found on the web that's a Google Bing as well, but mostly Google. They want to be found for video content, YouTube, and they want to be found for audio content because people may just want to consume content. If you are text or web a mix of text and everything, video or audio. And yeah, if you are Siemens and you want to be you want, to, you want to be visible. If someone types Siemens, it could be anything from new product information, financial updates, whatever. It's the way people consume content those days. And you need to be on those platforms. You need to be visible. You need to rank for your core keywords.
1: Yeah, I love that. And one of the other things that we also always tell people when they're looking at the keywords is I feel like when you think about keyword research for Google... It's very different than when you think about keyword research for podcasting. But your keyword might be a service platform that you are searching for. Or people are looking for in Google, but like no one's going to go to a podcast app. So I almost always say it's like it's topical, but not solutions that people are searching for. How do you think about that as well? Uh,
0: completely agree. Um, people are looking for content on podcast platform mostly via their the mobile phone. And you're not going to say, what is the best customer relationship management solution of that? Which is something you would type on Google. Or what is the alternative to Salesforce? No one is going to type that on uh, on Apple, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. They're going to say, whatever, Salesforce, CRM. Very short, very neat search queries. Yeah, I love
1: that. Awesome. Any other final things you'd want to share or hit on before we wrap up here?
0: I started with content is king, distribution is queen. And I always encourage people to really go deep into PVO, Podcast Visibility Optimization. But PVO is not the only thing. As you mentioned right, rightfully, Jake, a lot of earned media, being social media, newsletter, or any of those things, it's really important to do that. Don't rely only on PVO. PVO is one strong lever, but there are others out there. And coming up in a few weeks now we will have a complete new set of call it attribution solution which will be able to tell you from that newsletter that you sent to a thousand people. It has been clicked on by hundred people and seventy two of them started listening to your show, fifty on Apple Podcast, whatever, twenty-two on Spotify. Will be that's a product we have. We had a lot of demand for it and we're excited about it.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. I'm well, excited to see it come and see where you guys are going with everything. Thank you again for taking the time to come on here today.
0: Yeah, Thanks, Jake. It was a pleasure.
1: And the last thing, where can people go find more about Voxelize online?
0: Just simply go on, on the web, on any search engine, type Voxel or podcast visibility optimization, and they will come to us, any search engine, any social media, we are there.
1: Perfect. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: If you found this episode
1: valuable, please be sure to leave a five-star review. You can see all the resources mentioned in today's episode at b2bpodcastingguide.com. That is B, the number two, B, podcastingguide.com. This episode is brought to you by Content Allies. Content Allies helps B2B companies launch revenue-generating podcasts. From startups to Fortune 500s, we have helped some of the world's leading companies build and run profitable podcasts. Contact us for your free podcast consultation at contentallies.com.